Welcome to Beijing's Daily News. We'll be covering DYDX's tokenomics, next frontier in crypto economic business model, and the current situation of the Kanto network. Let's get to it. On February the 2nd, Masari published a research report titled Analyzing DYDX Tokenomics. The main contents of the report are as follows. Today, DYDX dominates the perpetual landscapes in terms of both volumes and the number of daily users. DYDX does over 70% of all daily perp volume across DEXs. The DYDX token supply schedule has been a looming issue for the protocol since its inception. An impending token unlock scheduled for early February brought the issue back into focus. DYDX was set to have a large portion of the outstanding supply unlocked on early investors. The invested tokens will primarily go to investors, contributors, and consultants. The composition of the unlocked token likely would have created some near-term sell pressure, as many of these individuals would have been sitting on large gains, at least two times. As previously covered, this distribution is particularly notable, as roughly only 23% of the token supply is outstanding. With the February unlock, the token supply would almost double overnight. Concerns surrounding DYDX extend beyond the vesting schedule. Revenues earned today are funneled back to DYDX Trading Inc., a private entity, and not the protocol or token holders. Additionally, there are minimum demand sinks to soak up the upcoming issuance. The adjusted vesting schedule delays the inevitable and does not address the broader underlying problems the protocol faces. It is paramount to increase the token's attractiveness for investors, as the large majority of the token supply has yet to be released. DYDX has taken the first and most meaningful step in improving tokenomics by announcing it will redirect accrued revenues to validators and stakers rather than DYDX Trading Inc. This is a fantastic first move, but it could move forward with a few potential solutions that should further increase enthusiasm for the attraction and proponents of decentralization. Trading on DYDX is already five times cheaper than trading on GMX, four times cheaper than Gangs Network and MUX. Even doubling fees will still leave an enormous gap for new revenue. The existing make-a-taker fee structure makes it straightforward to implement the fee alignment across the existing tiers. Fees could be increased on the taker side of the book only to further incentivize deep liquidity. DYTX has much more depth and trading pairs compared to the competition, and a collection of large market makers already on the platform. Increasing liquidity will continue to attract institutional-level trades over retail. The DYDX team should increase communication on the development of the protocol and, in particular, how funds are being allocated. It is unclear to outsiders what DYDX Trade Inc. has been using the almost 400 million accrued since inception. Token holders will benefit from how this capital is being distributed to grow the business. Transparency on the use of funds will help improve investor sentiment. DYDX is a best-in-class platform for users, yet investors have been slower to allocate than they would otherwise due to the range of issues with the associated token. By adopting the proposed solutions, DYDX will become a more attractive investment, thereby increasing security for the new network. Recently, a research report titled The Next Frontier in Crypto Economic Business Models was published. The main content are as follows. By following emerging trends in token distribution and crypto economic model innovation, two components of crypto business models, we can attempt to answer the question, where will the next wave of disruptive innovation in crypto originate from? Except for the great examples of technological innovation, the power of business model innovation is ZK technology. The race to scale Ethereum has driven billions of dollars into zero-knowledge research, spawning impressive technical developments across a variety of approaches. To date, ZK rollups like Aztec, Scroll, 
ZK Sync, and Hermes has been drivers of various breakthroughs. Now, the next wave of Ethereum scalability solutions will be driven by design innovations in crypto economic models that incentivize ZK sequencing, proving, attestation, and network value capture. Each wave of crypto is dominated by new distribution mechanisms and crypto economic models. So let's examine three of the newer emerging models. Contract Secured Revenue, Norwich DAO, and MEV Order Flow. Contract Secured Revenue is when a portion of fees from the utilization of a smart contract accrue to an NFT or an address. On Ethereum, fees for interacting with smart contracts are burned and the protocol generating the usage receives no reward for creating the value, other than the revenue from any app-specific transactions for example, NFT marketplace fees. Layer ones like Kanto utilize CSR as a core primitive to align developers and economic activity. Importantly, CSR NFTs can accrue fees from multiple smart contracts, for example, smart contracts and different versions of a protocol. Nornish DAO, projects that leverage the noun auction model to continuously sell NFTs, present one model for a subset of community that are united by a common goal or can align around a capital formation and distribution. Nouns Builder enables anyone to create a Nounish DAO in minutes and has already supported the creation of dozens of new Nounish DAOs since its launch. Perhaps most notably, many of the early Nounish DAOs formed via Noun Builders weren't focused on proliferating the Nouns meme. As MV unbundles into multiple stakeholders, applications that control users and therefore transactions flow will be able to bundle user transactions and sell them in private meme pools to searchers and block builders. Similar to how Robinhood pioneered payment for order flow to funds and institutions, applications will be able to adopt a payment for transaction flow to block builders. As MEV continues to grow as a category and the opportunity for multi-chain MEV expands, rollups, app chains, and super dApps will look to MEV as a new revenue line. Another potential end state is its PFTF earning applications that will redistribute their MEV order flow revenue, in part back to users in the form of gas subsidies or other discounts. The truth is that Web3 has yet to standardize its error-defining business model. The most successful applications today have relied on Web2's transaction-based models, DEXs, marketplaces, etc. It's likely that these models will remain popular and profitable, but the ability to program and tokenize values also invites the potential for new business models. New token distribution mechanism and crypto economic models will act as a critical catalyst for the next wave of experimentation and disruption. On February the 2nd, a researcher of GBV Capital, Zero X Minion, shared the current situation of Kanto on Twitter. The following are his main points. Kanto, a free public infra layer 1 blockchain built to deliver on the promise of DeFi, driven by a group of chain-native builders, have attracted notable activities recently. Let's take a look at its protocol metrics and unwrap some possible insights. Number of transactions in the Kanto network has been ranging from 2,000 to 10,000 on a daily basis, with daily network fee of low mid three digits Kanto before enabling the contract secured revenue and increased gas price. The first transaction peak reached during the second week of Kanto network. The second transaction peak reached just six days post CSR, with roughly 61,000 transactions on that day and collected network fee of almost 12,000 Kanto. Equivalent of roughly 360,000 Kanto monthly or 162,000 network fees at current market price, which is roughly 45 cents. Adjusted to pre-CSR gas price, there's a roughly a three to five times of the previous daily fees. In the past 30 days, roughly over one third of the contract interactions are with DEXs. Just recently, the NFT marketplace, Alto Market has gained significant ground and captured the 30% of the share. 
On the monthly level, contract interaction with DEXs via Slingshot accounted for nearly half of the contract activities in the first three months. In January 2023, AutoMarket contract activities split nearly half of the pie with DEXs contract activities. AutoMarket trading volume is shooting to the roof and passing 2 million Kanto daily. Second half of January 2023 was truly the game changer for the NFT marketplace. Kanto Longnecks consistently occupies the most of the trading volume in the past 7 days. Buyer activities on Alto Market was fairly muted in December 2022, but shot up in January 2023 with an influx of NFT traders and DGENs entering into the Kanto ecosystem. It is indeed NFT summer on Kanto. Checking Kanto long neck sales, volume, and price history as an example. The collection has delivered more than 10x since the first day trading. Roughly 6% of accounts own more than 10 NFTs. Weekly active wallets have reached an all-time high, with roughly 40% of last week's activities coming from newly created wallets. Interestingly, roughly 40% of all the accounts are relatively dormant, over 100 days, and 40% of the addresses made at least one transaction in the past 20 days. Token-wise, we are seeing increased NFT tokens being created on the Kanto network in the past two weeks. The most widely distributed ERC20 token is Kanto Bonk, with over 15,000 holders due to recent airdrops. To continue hearing more, please subscribe to bishinventure.substack.com for daily newsletter and follow Twitter account bishinventures to hear the rest. This is Celine from Bishin Ventures. Thank you for listening and we will see you tomorrow.